0: Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Real World Talks with Lourdes, Kathy, and Natalie. Hi, ladies. Hi. Hi. This morning, we have a special guest with us by the name of Yuletza Sosa, and she is one of our colleagues at the Chaplain School of Hospitality and Tourism Management, and she is our special events manager for the school. Good morning, Yuli.
1: Hi. Thank you for having me.
0: We are so happy to have you. (laughs) Can you go ahead and let our listeners know um, who you are and share kind of your background with them?
1: Of course. So I am an FIU alumni from the Chaplin School. I am right now a Special Events Manager at the Chaplin School as well. So it's funny how things kind of come full circle. Um, when I first started at the Chapman School, I was working in retail, as many of us are, and then I kind of transitioned over into being a student assistant for the career services office, so my old bosses were you guys, Loretta and Kathy. <laughs> so <Until> she <laughs> and, left him for Bill, I'm sorry, yeah. aka Bill Hansen. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I actually had him as a catering professor for a catering and events management class, and then He didn't really have a position open at the time, but I was interested in being an event coordinator. Me and Kathy had talked about that as a career path for me. And I kind of just told his personal assistant at the time, hey, if there's any time that you see a position that you might think is good for me, let me know. And it's funny, two months later, she was leaving the company because she got offered another position and she called me and she was like, would you be interested to interview? And I was like, yes, yes. So um, I actually became his personal assistant first, and I transitioned over shortly after to an event coordinator position. And of course, having that talk with Kathy was difficult. Um, She looked at me, she's like, go make me my coffee, we'll talk after. (laughs) Um, But I learned a lot in the year that I was with them. And then Lourdes called me and she was like, listen, there's a great position, would you be interested in being a special events manager? at the chopping School, and I was like, I feel like that's my home, like, I kind of grew there, and I learned a lot from you guys, and at Bills, it was a sales event coordinator position, so it was very sales-oriented, so I was like, you know what, planning events and being more in that aspect of it is kind of what I want to do, so I definitely said yes, I interviewed, and now I'm here.
2: (laughs) And we got her back.
1: Yeah. Yes. (laughs) And I
2: want to clarify something because I don't want to sound like that like crazy boss, but Yuli was, and not because she's on this pod with us. She was an amazing uh, part of our staff and I mean, part of our team. And Lourdes can talk about it as well. So she was really my like savior. She knew me. So yes, I am a Leo, okay? And when she was kind of giving me this hint of a conversation and Lourdes was blinking or like winking at me, I wasn't ready for it. But it was honestly <laughs> because, She was amazing. And I knew that this was time for her to kind of switch over to events. So I had to clarify that for us. I'm like one of these crazy bosses.
1: Yeah. Let me (laughs) add to that, that you were like my work mom. I still have you as work mom on my phone. And my mom, (laughs) honey, she saw it the other day and she's like, work mom? Who's who's your work mom? Like she was like jealous. And I was like, mom, it's Kathy, who you like make lunch for every other week. And she's like, oh, okay. Okay. That I approve. I approve. I'm like, I I can't. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Uh, uh, I am still work mom and still like big mom. I'm a big mama bear, I should say. Now, talking a little bit kind of about your transition in events and knowing that events is a big part of, um, I would say, you know, our community, our city, and also for our school. And now with the whole thing with COVID-19, how did that or this virus affect you and your ability to conduct events um, within your role?
1: Yeah, um, I would say it definitely really did change my role. I kind of was at a loss for a week there. I was very, very confused. And I remember having this conversation with you guys, Lourdes and Kathy and even Natalie, and we were just, you know, talking about all of this. And I think I kind of decided I'm going to try to make the best out of a bad situation. And of find a way to kind of connect our staff our faculty and still have an outlet for events in that sense um so it's about kind of analyzing what resources i have right now that we can use to still connect and be together and do events which is like the reason why i got into it i love bringing people together i love seeing people happy and enjoying an event and we were all so lonely in our homes not really like connecting with each other anymore so we started doing some virtual events for our faculty and staff And after that, I kind of just started finding ways that we can keep it interesting, keep it fun, maybe doing like a Tuesday trivia, stuff like that. And we're even doing now a virtual alumni event for our FAO alumni who didn't get their, you know, alumni reception like they usually do every year. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like about switching your perspective and seeing how you can use the same kind of resources that you were using when it was in person and kind of rearranging it and changing it to something virtually, which I know it's not the same. It's not the same kind of touch as we usually get when we're in person, but I'm trying to stay positive in that way. Um, I definitely do miss my events, you know, working with different vendors, just seeing all that stuff, all the good food that we used to have, all of that. But eventually I hope that we can get back to that. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you for sharing. I think that it's good too
2: that from an events perspective, a lot of students and alum um, are probably thinking, you know, what's going to happen with that area. But I feel like it's great that you share how you have to kind of like think outside the box, you know, and think about like the need of, you know, the staff and, you know, that we still needed that engagement, even if it was just from our lovely, you know, computer screen. Um, so I think it's good that, you know, our students or our alum who are in the events world don't feel like this is the end of it, you know, for events. It's just really now to try to recreate or think about, okay, how can we do this? Um, because the need is still there, you know? So thank you for sharing that.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I, I mean, we also have to just think about the fact that it's going to come back eventually. And when it does, people are going to be like so excited to just, you know, do those birthday parties, those events, those get togethers, like people are going to miss having that personal touch. So we just have to have hope that once it comes back and it's safe for everybody, you know, we're just going to be like jumping right back into business. Absolutely. Yeah. So you mentioned um,
3: prior that you're an alum of the school. Can you share with us your most memorable moment as a student at the chaplain school? (laughs) I have a lot.
1: (laughs) (laughs) As a student assistant, I practically like live there like if I wasn't home I was at the school but I think the one that really stuck to me like a special moment was when I was part of HSLC which was a group that was run by Kathy and I had like a really close group of students like I used to be really close with Dunia and Paul and all these people and we used to be part of the group and we had a like get together for like a holiday and everybody kind of brought their dishes from home and I I remember that Mm -hmm, yeah Mm -hmm. I had Mm made a It was like an almond pie cheesecake type of dish. And I remember working on it for so long. And the first time I made it, it came out great. Second time, which was when I had to present it to everybody, not so great. But people were so (laughs) nice about it. (laughs) They were so nice about it. And I think it was just that because having that connection in college is so rare nowadays, especially since we commute a lot. So having that group to kind of go to and get together and just talk and have fun was like really special for me.
2: True story is, is that now it's kind of funny how things have turned because now Yuli took over kind of what was HSLC, which is now help. Um, so it's, I'm looking back right now and I'm like laughing because I think Lourdes and I had talked about this kind of how things kind of come full circle. So I've Now it's like the torch has been passed on and we are I'm very proud and Lourdes is very proud that now Yuli is taking on that baby um, that I literally held on for tooth and nail (laughs) (laughs) because I wasn't ready to let go of it. Lourdes knows sometimes we'll have conversations, Um, but honestly, it was a good run. It was a good run. And Yuli and that group of students, honestly, um, they were like a family. They were a family, but we're really proud of Yuli and now her taking this, or that group, or now these ambassadors at our school to the next level. So, shouts out to you, Yuli. You're doing a fantastic job. Yeah, I agree. Yes. Um, So, if you were a current student, what would you be doing now, or how will you go about searching for a job during the pandemic?
1: Well, honestly, it's funny. A lot of my events, friends, and they're in the industry, they kind of have the same kind of struggle. So... I would say utilize the resources that are at hand to you. A lot of the times that even means phoning a friend and being like, hey, keep on the lookout for any positions. This is what I'm into. This is my resume. But a lot of the times when I was at school and I had any sort of job-related issue, even after I graduated, I would phone you guys. And I say that super honestly and like bluntly, like use Fortis and Kathy (laughs) to your best advantage, because they will always keep you in mind, even if it's not like an instant solution, they will keep you in mind. Because when I told Lourdes, I love sales, but you know, I kind of still want to go into event planning. I had told her that at a table at a like dinner that we were at. And months later, she called me for this certain position that I'm in right now. So you never really know and just stay very positive. You utilize sites like Handshake and Dean. And really apply for positions that you want and that you're excited for. Because, you know, even after all of this craziness, you're still going to be in that position. So I would say be patient, but also be optimistic.
2: I like the way that you ended it with saying being patient and optimistic. And I know that it's tough right now, but I feel like um, it's funny because we were on, there was an information session hosted by Mira Vacations World yesterday. And that's one of the points that you kept hearing constantly is about being patient, optimistic, that, you know, we will get through this, you know, and the industry will bounce back. It's just going to be a new kind of type of it, you know, but I feel like it's kind of hard right now, but I feel like it's really good that we are positive on there. So thank you.
0: Yeah. And I think something that you mentioned is very important. You mentioned the fact that you had a conversation with me and you were expressing your interest. So it's really important um, to build relationships and network with our office, especially being that if there is a certain position that comes to mind that Natalie and I hear about,
1: mm-hmm. um,
0: we can automatically put you in mind for that specific role. So, um, I'm glad that you shared that story because I think networking is so important and just having those relationships with our office. It just, it's a deal breaker. So, exactly. absolutely. Yeah. so Yuli, what are your top three best shows or movies on Netflix? I know you and I used to love watching a specific show on Netflix. I'm not going to say in case it's one of your favorites. <laughs> I
2: think I know. I think I know which one it is that tearjerker.
1: Hmm. Mm-hmm. But go ahead. Okay. So I have a lot though. Cause I feel like I'm going to miss the one that you're talking about because I have added so much, so many more shows to my list mm-hmm. since then lately I jumped on the Grey's Anatomy train I didn't watch it for the longest time I had only watched like one or two episodes I actually sat down and I watched it beginning to end and that's a lot because it's like a lot of seasons um and I'm obsessed with it it made me think should I have been a nurse and or a surgeon when <laughs> I think about it and I'm like you, you know probably not but um definitely Grey's Anatomy. I love The Office. Like that show always <laughs> had a way of making me laugh. It's a type of humor where, it, you know, it's not for everybody, but it was really funny for me. And I love Friends, but then they took it off of the Netflix show. So now I'm like, I'm back in my love with Gilmore Girls. So definitely those three. Um, but there's many more I'm sure that I'm missing right now. Okay. Yes. You missed a very important one, but that's okay. Which one? Which one? <laughs> <laughs> Yuli, didn't you used to talk to me about 13 Reasons Why? Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Oh. It is. I was obsessed with the book growing up. Not obsessed because, I mean, it's not, you know. But I was, I loved the book growing up. I thought it had a great message. And then the show was really good the first season. I just, I, I'm not in love with the second season after that. Um, But I really loved the first season. That was the one that we talked about a lot. <laughs>
0: Yes. And you know what? I did not like the second season either, to be perfectly honest. Mm
1: -mm. Yeah, I just think the book was really good. Like growing up, it was one of the first books that I read that had like, you know, a deeper message. And I kind of was excited for it. I was hoping it would be great. But then the second season, I just didn't love it too much. I don't know why.
0: Yeah.
3: Okay. Okay. Okay, Yuli. Um, So during the quarantine... What what fun things have you been doing? Did you pick up any hobbies?
1: Um, I guess I did. I mean, I wouldn't say it's a hobby yet, um, but I my friend actually put me on to this girl on YouTube that does free workout videos as well as like yoga videos. So I've been doing a little bit of both and in my week just to kind of stay active. So I would say definitely that. And then just kind of, drawing a little bit or just doing random puzzles. I don't know, just anything that can keep me busy. I've been reading a couple of books as well, which I usually don't have the time to do or I just can't stay still for that. So those are definitely some of the stuff I've been up to.
3: Can you share some of the books you've been reading?
1: Okay, so one of the ones I just finished reading are actually The Four Agreements. Um, so that's kind of about, it's more considered a self-help book, but it talks about, you know, being impeccable with your word, not taking things personally and just kind of helping you with your own personal growth. And I really enjoyed it. It's a short book. So I kind of love that part of it too. It was a little bit short. (laughs) And um, another book that I'm kind of trying to start was Daisy Miller. I have like a, it's another short book. So I've been kind of looking at that one as well. Um, But
0: yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to answer our questions, Yuli. And now this leads us into our next segment, which is our Real World Talks Hospitality Tea. And I'm really glad that you can join us today for um, this segment, Yuli. So um, this segment, for those listeners who don't already know what it is, Um, We basically bring up current events in the news um, going on within the hospitality industry, and we have the opportunity to share our opinions or comments on um, the subject at hand. So um, I know Kat had a topic that she wanted to go ahead and share um, this week with us.
2: Yes. I don't know why. (laughs) I'm so excited to hear this, um, as I've been slightly kind of, not paranoid, okay, yeah, kind of paranoid to get out the door. But Disney World has announced that they are planning to reopen on July 11th. Woohoo! Um, <laughs> I said that I don't know why I'm so excited. Like, I actually pulled out my little Disney, like, Minnie Mouse ears, like my little silver one, the leopard one. Um, but um, it's not going to be fully, really, really open. So oh just God. to kind of clarify that, they're going to be opening up Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom on July 11th. Epcot and Hollywood studios would follow on July 15 and they are changing a couple of the little things on there just to make sure that they're keeping it, um, you know, safe and healthy and providing all these guidelines for the cast members and also for their guests. Um, so basically they are kind of going over or going over or increasing hand sanitation, washing and having physical barriers. There's going to be physical distancing, um, and, in they are also going to be doing temperature and health screenings for cast members and guests, which we've been seeing that a lot of companies um, are planning on doing these kind of screenings when they're walking through or an entrance. Um, the only thing that I was kind of bum about was that they're going to be suspending the parades, the fireworks, um, mainly any events that drop big crowds like the character Meet and greets, which I love those. Yes, I still get in line to meet many, okay? Um, and playgrounds and any water effects. But other than that, uh, they're actually getting ready to rumble on July 11th. So what do you guys think? I wouldn't go. (laughs) I'm like, this is the longest pause ever. Are you serious?
3: (laughs) But I think it's great that they're opening. It's just dependent. It's just dependent on the person, I guess, and how bad they really want to go to Disney, I don't know. I wouldn't go personally. Yeah. It's
0: too soon. Too soon. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Really? I, I don't know. I, I feel like it, it's great for people who want to go and who really are not as paranoid. Um, <laughs> and they can actually enjoy being there. I just feel like right now, it's just so soon. I would be kind of scared and like, I wouldn't be able to enjoy it. i I want to be able to go somewhere and fully just enjoy myself, not be like, Oh, should I touch this? Should I do this? Uh, um, hand sanitizer. My temperature, is this person too close? And it's like, I, I don't want to feel that way around people. And I also feel like, you know, people who just go and enjoy it and are not paranoid and, you know, let them have fun and enjoy it and not have me there bugging them. Like, can you please, <laughs> like, I don't know.
2: I agree with you guys. I feel like that's why I said, I don't know why I got so excited. Maybe because I had these two little angels in here that have been asking, you know, when is, you know, Rona, because that's what they call her now, going to be over so they can go to the parks. But I agree with you guys. You know, I feel like there's a part of me that I've been saying, and, you know, on our talks that I'm happy to see these things because it means that for us and our students and our alum and our industry is bouncing back, which we know that we needed this, you know, doesn't mean that, You know, we're all ready to jump on air, you know, um, and get on Space Mountain. I don't know. Like, I don't know about Space Mountain. I think I may need to Lysol, like, my own entire chair. Like, I want to ask them, can I Lysol everything here or can I wipe it down before I sit down? Um, Which I know sounds crazy, but it's like, you know, it's kind of like, I guess, now this new normal that we are worried about, you know, this whole sanitation and everything on there. But like I said, at the same time, I'm kind of happy to start seeing these major Uh, companies and parks opening up because it starts to kind of give us that little glimmer of like sparkle and hope you know
3: yes and I'm happy
2: they're taking like
3: the extra precautions and we were saying it's not the right time so what do you when do you guys think would be the right time you mean for us to travel there or for like for yes for us to actually like for you personally what do you when do you think is the right time when I, am,
2: I am planning, and I've said it before, okay, and then Lourdes has already said that when I come back, I must quarantine myself, okay? <laughs> I will. So, you know, Dean Chang and Vice Dean Newman, please know. Um, but I think that, okay, I'm going to state this now, and I'm okay with saying that, that I am evaluating it day by day, month by month, right? So if fall comes around and October, November, the numbers are still low, you know, we're not seeing some Skype or new hot spots, then I think that I would be comfortable with going in December. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel like I really have to kind of just play it by ear and see, you know, how are people reacting? Because I'm not going to lie, you know, this past Memorial Day weekend when I saw the news and seeing people like gathering and having pool parties, I mean, like all up on each other. I'm like, oh my God, I would have died. They're not like,
3: following like the social distancing role. That's the one thing I'm fearful about. Right. But I can't wait that Disney will... You know, make sure they follow the rules there. Probably have some
2: security or some leads around, making sure everyone has their mask. Exactly, exactly. You know, like Mickey needs to have a sign that says, "If you can see me, you know, you are too close. Like, you know, (laughs) um, uh, (laughs) if you can see the sign next to me. But I don't know, what do you guys think? When do you think you'll be comfortable to travel or to go to Disney?
0: I guess for me... I would have to see a decline in the number of cases, and it would need to be something that's legitimate and accurate. Um, And I think once those numbers start showing a decline, I feel like I would be a little bit more comfortable.
1: Okay. How about you, Yuli? I mean, honestly, like what I said earlier, like having me there, I'm mainly just scared that like we don't really know if we have the the virus. You know, like there's a lot of people who don't show any symptoms. And mm-hmm. I think that that's my biggest fear about it. I do not want to be responsible for somebody like getting the virus. And, and it was because I never knew, you know, and going to a place like that, I feel like it's easier to kind of get in contact with it. So for me, it would, would have to be something really great to happen. Like, like Laura was saying, like, like having the numbers go all the way down, having, a little bit more hope, seeing a little bit more of a positive than negative. Cause nowadays it just seems like we're not really seeing a lot of changes. It all kind of looks the same to me. Um, and even though we're opening up and I think it's great, but I just feel like I wouldn't feel safe going to a place like that and not knowing if maybe I have it, and I can give it to somebody or somebody doesn't know they really have it and they can give it to me. And then I can give that to my mom or my grandpa. Like I, I just feel like there's a lot of possibilities and that kind of freaks me out. True. True. Mm-hmm, true. Yeah. When it comes to traveling and stuff, I think, like you were saying, Kathy, probably around December, maybe, like, even January, February is mainly when I'm going to start looking into it because I'll have a better idea. Like, it'll be a couple months after everything's happened. You know, we'll be back at work at certain points. We'll kind of feel more comfortable being around people because we've been in quarantine for so long now, like, since March. So I think my paranoia will definitely, like, diminish (laughs) around that time. (laughs) I agree with you.
2: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Lou, do you have something
0: you want to share with us that you found interesting? Yes. So there is an article that I read on the South Florida Sun Sentinel that states the Miami Dolphins are turning Hard Rock Stadium into a drive-in movie theater. And this is going to fit up to 230 cars and um, they are going to present movies, classic Dolphins content, concerts, and celebrate 2020 graduates at the stadium. So with that being said, would you guys attend a concert, a movie, or celebrate a 2020 grad at the Hard Rock Stadium in your car?
1: Yes.
3: Yes, I would. I will definitely attend like a drive through movie, concert. I don't know about a graduation, but the first two, I will definitely participate. I think it will be like a fun activity to do.
1: That sounds so fun to me.
3: I know. Something different. I've never been through like a drive through concert.
2: I yeah. refuse movie. to do a drive through concert. I told you guys <laughs> that before. No, ma'am. I do not. <laughs> want to see any of my favorite artists shout out to Beyonce love you um in my car (laughs) now for sure I think that I wouldn't mind seeing a drive-through to be really honest with you guys I don't think I've ever been to one I can't remember ever um so I think that that'll be kind of cute 230 cars is a lot of cars though I'm not gonna lie Mm -hmm. um so I'm interested to see like how will this work out but I feel like that's still the kind of way for, I think that we were all kind of talking about this, of uh, you know, comp- you know our, our community and, you know, some of these big places now opening back up, which can definitely lead to job opportunities, generating revenue. So, and the stadium is a big spot, you know? So I like the, definitely of the movie theaters. Um, my family's a big Dolphins. I'm, I wouldn't want to go see like all the Dolphins memorabilia. Sorry for any Dolphin fanatics, but definitely movies. Yes. Um and any other kind of events like maybe like a circus Soleil, that'd be kind of cool to see in the car. I don't yeah. know. Yes. Like oh, I like that. Mhm. I think you're warm
3: up to the concert idea. Yeah. No ma'am, not yeah. in my car. No. You I hop can't,
2: in for Beyoncé in I your car. I can't juke and pop <laughs> in my car. Like I don't know. Like it's something that she does I have to see her like right there. Yeah. You like, knows
1: grow in your car. Huh? Like, what role you're in your car and you just see Beyonce on the screen? Like you wouldn't, like really? No, like when I see
2: her every single time, I, I, I pay quite a bit just to be able to see as close as I can to her, as close as I can. I'm not there yet. There's some people who got way better seats than me, but I feel like, I don't know if I'm missing this experience being in my car. I don't know. I feel like it was one of those weird things that I, It maybe if that's how the future turns, you know, and this is how I have to see her or any of my other like, you know, favorite artist, but I'm thinking of like Miami Bash. So, some of you guys who don't know is a big um, reggaeton concert. Can you imagine bouncing a Daddy Yankee? Okay,
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know how
2: many cars I'll um, be. I mean, like I, I can't, I can't imagine this. Like, you know, like that's what I keep thinking of. This, like, you know, when you're in or like seeing Mark Anthony, I can't salsa in my car. Like, you know. Um. So I wonder if like these little silly experiences that we get or we enjoy lourdes is a big concert goer like you know that you like to be there waving your hands they won't see me waving my hands in my car but again maybe if that's the last case scenario that's the last case scenario i'll take it back on this podcast if i ever go to one though. i'll say it <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. awesome well that concludes our real world talks uh hospitality tea and now we dive into our last segment, which is our Real World Talks Trivia, and that is Natalie. Yes. Are you guys ready?
3: The topic for today is pop culture. Oh, I love this. Okay, Yuli, since you're our guest, you'll be first. Are you ready?
1: Okay, I'm, I'm scared, but yeah, let's
3: <laughs> I promise. I'll go easy on you. Okay. Okay. So what USA Network TV show did Meghan Markle appear in for seven seasons? Suits. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Question number two. What is the name of the ghost who haunted the toilet? in the girls' bathroom at Hogwarts in Harry Potter.
1: Oh my gosh. Yes. I know, I know what she looks
3: like, but I don't
1: know what she looks like.
3: What's uh, the name? Oh my gosh.
1: You have I 10 know. seconds. I, I, I don't know. Oh my goodness. I know this. <gasps> Five seconds. I, I give up. Ding, ding. <laughs> So
3: her name was mo- Moaning Murder. Mo- moaning yes. Murder. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: In my head, I was like, Merk, Mer, something? Yes. I thought Merkle. I'm like, yeah, it's not Merkel. Like, no. Okay. So I wasn't so far off. Okay. <laughs> no.
3: You're almost there. Okay. So this is from um, one of your favorite TV shows. This is an okay. easy question, I think. Okay. Does Stanley Hudson from The Office have a mustache? is there yes or no
1: there's a whole episode on this yes Mm -hmm. correct
3: (laughs) so you have Uh, three okay okay mm -hmm. so lourdes are you ready oh i think so (laughs) (laughs) okay in arrested development Where is there always money? There's always money in this specific place in Arrested Development, the TV show. Okay,
0: I I don't watch this show, so I absolutely have no idea. I would have to Uh, guess. Okay, I can skip it. Okay, so let me ask you,
3: what fictional country is that Black Panther set in? Oh! (laughs) Really, no. I'm coming at me. No, I know you would have got it, Kathy. But, Lori. Really? Wakanda, Wakanda, no. life, yes. life. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, I'm very proud of you. Uh, yes. So, okay, so this famous quote that I'm going to say um, is it's said a lot on this show, on okay. this ABC show. It's it's the quote is save lives. And let me give you a clue. Yuli mentioned this show previously during the interview. Ooh,
1: the quote Grey's is, li-
3: correct.
1: Yes. <laughs> it's a beautiful day to save lives, guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Derek, that's Derek.
3: <laughs> okay,
1: so, okay, this is your last
3: question. Name okay. all four of Kim K and Kanye West kids from oldest to youngest, all four. Oh, not from oldest, oldest to youngest. youngest.
2: From youngest. oldest to youngest? Yes, Florida. Mm-hmm. Oh, shoot. I'll give can you I, an extra five I seconds. You, I can give you the first one. Okay, <laughs> I know.
0: Okay, wait, so, okay. It's Northwest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shoot. Okay, <laughs> after North. Chicago, Chicago, and then she has left, there's two, there's Saint and then Psalm. So I'm going to say, okay, Northwest, mm-hmm. Chicago, I'm going to say Psalm and then Saint. And
3: It's North, Saint, Chicago, and then Psalm. It was Girl oh. Boy. Girl boy. But you were close, so I'll give you half a point. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll give you half a point, Lord. I'll give you half a point. So you okay. have a two and a half out of three. Okay, Kathy, are you ready? No. <laughs> <What? laughs> uh. you. I promise you'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let us see. Go for it. <laughs> okay, so name the two performers who headline. The 2020 Super Bowl halftime show.
2: Shakira and Lo. All right, Okay, you see? Shakira, think? Shakira.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So how are Jon Snow and Daenerys related in the Game of
2: Thrones? I haven't... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean... I told you I like bad TV shows like Real Housewives and like Love and Hip Hop. Um <laughs> do you, um,
3: you want to call a friend? Does um Lordis or Yuli know maybe?
1: I know think L- I know. I don't think Lordis is Game a Game of
2: Thrones friend. girl.
0: No, okay. I don't want call watch a Game friend.
1: King. Yuli. Hi. Hi. <laughs> um, well, don't tell me in the wrong, but I think he's her aunt. I mean yes,
0: correct. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
3: Okay, this is your last question. And I promise I think you will get this. Okay. What are the names of Beyonce and Jay-Z twins? And the bonus question is what is their first daughter's name?
2: Blue Ivy's first daughter's name. And oh my God. Oh my God. How I knew you were gonna ask me this.
3: I knew What are the twins' names? Hold on. Hold on. Wait, Beyonce,
2: don't be mad at me. Hold on. It's (laughs) like a it's like right there the tip of my tongue i can't believe you don't know this cat i can't I I, listen i'm a fan of blue ivy okay i want to let you know okay if she i love blue ivy hence i name one of my purses blue ivy okay that's how much i love her not to say i don't like <laughs> the other two it's like something with a g i don't know i can't think of it right now it's gonna i'm gonna be upset when i get off trust me tell me natalie Rumi and
3: sir that's
2: right. I know I know I know they're cute oh gosh. they're cute oh but they're not blue ivy I completely will admit to my peoples out there I'm a blue ivy fanatic I think she's super fabulous
3: okay mm-hmm. it's okay it's okay so the winner with two and a half points is Lourdes oh woo. <laughs> woohoo sorry Yuli when you come hey. back
1: you get it's okay. Honestly, I, I consider myself a Harry Potter fan. I no longer do. I don't think <laughs> I have. To.
2: Yeah, Ugh. I'm a I'm bad yes.
1: I don't know about you and Beyonce, Kat. I don't know how to help you. I do not. Okay, so to be very
2: fair, I think all her children are beautiful, but the, la, the twins are cute, but she doesn't really, now she talks about them a lot. When it was Blue Ivy, it was Blue Ivy. You know, ask me something about all her songs. I got you. I got you. But, you know, <laughs> it's okay it's okay honestly I feel bad I have to take a couple of steps back right the, um, yes it's okay um, but it was fun yes <laughs> let's congratulate
3: Lourdes um, what did she win
0: <laughs> a virtual hug
1: oh that's right
0: a big <laughs> one Lord. okay well, big one <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you guys so much um, for listening to all of our listeners. And thank you again, Yuli, for being our guest today on our podcast. And tune in to us next week for another episode of Real World Talks and Hospitality Tea and our Real World Talks trivia. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. you. Bye. Bye. Bye.